And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault, and this is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. And we are so excited because we are not only in Canada with a guest, we are in Australia with a guest. And that's just never happened to us before, has it? That is almost three continents, three yep. countries. And that's I'm pretty proud of that geography, geographic knowledge right now. Yep. And I call these women the accordion twins. Oh, yeah? yeah. They're on one end of the accordion and the other, and they're just squeezing us all together. So that's quite exciting. And I love them both. I, I got lucky enough to get an advanced copy of their book called The Unwrapped Leader, and I was able to read it like three times. And that was really, really cool. So I know this book inside and out. And you guys, it's a book you have to buy. And if you go to theunwrappedleader.com, you get to buy it and you are going to want it. These two kids have just done a great job. And I have to try to act like Gracie's, I mean, like Gracie, like Gracie is quite young, quite old, quite old and teaches quite young, but it's not the case. They're almost the same age. It's very, very close, but it's a mentor mentee type of thing. And then it was a mentee mentor type thing. And they just switched roles and wrote a heck of a book almost accidentally. And it's a beautiful thing. And that's what we're going to do today. How do you like that? I love it. I'm super excited for the conversation. We're going to have a ton of fun. So our guests today are Dracy Duar and Tisha Doriana. Dracy is out of the Gold Coast of Australia. And Tisha is out of Alberta and Canada. And uh, I see at least one of our Canadian buddies here in the house. And that is very exciting. And this is going to be a ton of fun. And so welcome to the show, ladies. Thank Yay, you. Thank you. This is going to be great. So, Dracy, uh, tell the story of how the two of you connected, because I think that's a really fun and interesting place to start as sort of the evolution of the collaboration between the two of you. Well, it's it's quite interesting. And thank you, Tom and Adrian, for having us here together. Uh, we're very excited about um, being able to bring our presence to your audience. Uh, but it really kind of just started as far as the day that Tisha was born, because technically Tisha's mom is my oldest and dearest friend. Uh, Tisha and I, as uh, mom and I go back, like since I was probably five or six years old and uh, our, my mother and her grand, no, Tisha's, so Chantelle is Tisha's mom. Her mom and my grandmother are best friends. So we spent every weekend together, summer holidays together. And T uh, Chantelle and I keep saying Tisha now, I get confused. But Chantelle and I, we never played dolls. We were kind of playing life in Monopoly. And we were doing lemonade stands and going to the candy store, buying candy and selling them on the corner for double the price to our friends. So we were hustling way back then. And Chantelle, for the last 30 years, has been like in Avon. And, and she's just like, Tisha has just witnessed her mom being in the industry for all these years. And then myself personally, been over 30 years in the industry, you know, as a professional network marketer and the direct selling industry. And so when I had the opportunity to do some work in Canada about five years ago, um, her mom actually was uh, quite busy and at the time said no to supporting me. Um, but she said, oh, but my daughter would be very interested. And our connection happened. And I hadn't really seen Tisha other than a couple of times when she was a kid, because I I live in Australia now. Um, Chantel and I grew up together in a small town called St. Paul, Alberta. And uh, when I had the opportunity to do that uh, presentation together, Tisha's eyes lit up. She was a recruit waiting to happen. She was a university student. And so that's what happened. She said yes to the opportunity for her bright future. And then now we are here together. And five years later, she's 
I mentored her into the company she's with to, to reach the top levels of leadership in there and become a full-time professional network marketer. But what happened is about a couple of years ago, then myself just really watching and witnessing her showing up online, I started to ask her questions. So that's kind of really where we come together. And because she's my girlfriend, I wanted to make sure that I mentored her to success. How cool. So this little whippersnapper that whippersnapper. you just plucked out of the university ranks and lo and behold, it turned out she had some big game online. And so Tisha, talk about, you know, where did, did you just kind of, you know, grow up in a social media generation and those things came natural to you or how, how did you develop some of those online skills that led you to become, uh, you know, a, a mentor and, and a helper to Dracy in, in some of this new school technology stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, growing up, I would say like when I first went into university, I was going for elementary education. I actually uh, took a prerequisite course for that, a psychology degree. And then I went into my education and that's when I was really introduced to more of a world of technology because things are always changing in the education world and the field there. And there's always new programs and, and things that we're bringing to the classroom. And so I think that's maybe where the exposure kind of started, but it wasn't until I was really introduced to the industry. Like Dracy said, my mom's been in the industry for, or I guess you didn't say this maybe, but for over 30 years. So she's been with the same company for over 30 years. Um, and then I, uh, Dracy and her kind of started at the same time. And, uh, yeah, I guess from, from that, I saw how my mom worked her business and she was very, um, paper and pen. Everything was very, um, I don't know. I don't know what the word is to describe it. Old school, I guess it was old school. And, (laughs) and I remember thinking like, wow, I could never do all that. And even she would make the jokes all the time. Like Tisha's going to be the little Avon lady when she's older. And I'm like, no, I'm probably not going to do that. But it wasn't until Dracy introduced it to me, um, as a professional business that I really started to look at it seriously because it was a product that I was in love with. So that's why I ultimately got started. And so when it came to social media, um, I tried to find ways to simplify the systems that I saw my mom doing or the things that Dracy taught me. And Dracy taught me all the basics from the beginning, how to network, how to gain confidence in this industry. And I remember just wanting to simplify things. One being from a small town, when I moved to the city, I felt like I didn't want to do a lot of driving. I was still a very like homebody. I was kind of scared to go out of my nutshell. I was actually very shy and introverted. I would say before I even got started in the industry. So I tried to do little things to simplify. And I remember when I really started to see the first success in this business was when I started paying off my student loans and I started just doing little things. I felt like I had so much more financial comfort in myself. And that's when I really started to step on the pedal and say, what can I do to grow this business even more being someone who doesn't want to drive all around the city and doesn't want to do the hand stamping and the hand pen and paper and all that kind of stuff. So I started every single day in my morning routine, I would have um, a few things on there. I would go, I would make sure I'm reading for 15 minutes of personal development. I'd make sure to do um, some sort of marketing development online. I would really look into social media and I would just immerse myself in people's podcasts, in people's blogs, 
um, I did my own own research. I just went out there and looked and that's how I really taught myself to build a business online. And when I really started seeing the results and that started exploding, I started bringing that to my team. And that's where my passion for social media kind of began was just um, doing my own research and seeing my own results. And then of course, seeing all the uh, benefits that this industry has brought me, which has helped me gain so much confidence. Never in a million years that I think I would be speaking on stages or doing even podcasts like this. Actually, right before we started, I messaged Tracy. I'm like, I think I'm going to throw up. Like I get anxious still, but I just learn to do things in, I just learn to do things in fear. And I take, I say yes to every opportunity. And I always say, if you don't know, if you, if you're given an opportunity and you're not sure about it, or you're like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, just say yes and figure it out later. So that's what I did with my business. That's what I did with getting started with social media and how I've been able to lead my team ever since. So, so I understand you recently got married. Uh, yes, I'm a married woman now. <laughs> did you vet this guy? You're sure he's not just a gold digger for your money? Oh, oh no, 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 he's not. We actually met, um, we're like high school sweethearts. So oh, thank goodness. I was just freaking out when I heard that because I just thought, oh my goodness gracious, she's no. making all this dough. And here comes Don Juan DeMarco and swept her off her feet. And we're going to have to deal with that. But because you had a good mentor who has been down that path before, that wasn't going to happen because Dracy is such an incredible. And what I love about what you said is you had all these skills that you haven't forgot and you plug that into what Dracy's doing and learned a lot what Dracy was doing and vice versa. And I was just around a big course on social media that Dracy taught because you two are the perfect accordion. You're just a, you know, the, everybody's trying and it's such insanity trying to figure out how to be an expert in TikTok and all this other jazz when the easier way, in my opinion, is go, what the hell is that? Go find somebody that's good at that. Put them in your business. Let them be the expert. And you just reap the rewards, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what you do. Absolutely. And, and the big thing that was is I just know that um, we have so much to share in this industry. I really see it as an absolute gift, the opportunity, the sharing, the leadership, the education, and the duplication that it can bring. And so when about a year ago, it's like, I see the industry is changing. I see people are being frozen in fear. They're distracted. They're overwhelmed. They're intimidated by the whole social media. And that's how I'm starting to feel. And I knew to survive on the new network marketing, we needed to start to step up and be more professional online and be able to be brave. And so if I was struggling. Who else is struggling? And that's when I reached out to Tisha. And so Tisha and I, on a weekly basis, we said, let's just talk, have some topics. What are topics to succeed in the new network marketing that we need to do? And we broke it down. It came to about 11 or 12 topics. And we said each week, let's just expand on a topic. You write, I write, we come together. Let's see what we write. We had no intentions of a book. Um, but about halfway through, we thought, wow, this is actually quite good because the complementing of what we had to share from a, a Gen Y slash baby boomer to a Gen Z slash millennial, um, we were able to extract some really great content. And so that's why we said, well, let's get this into a book. Again, we didn't know the book was going to turn to a brand and the brand was going to turn into a business, but we were open to what this was going to create. And so I just knew I needed to role model. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to the position that I have and the people that I get to support and train in the field. And I thought, I have to show them the way I'm teaching and training them that they need to show up online. But how can I do that if I'm not doing it? So that's where Tisha started giving me the courage. And believe it or not, the one that the, the courage that pushed me over was you, Tom, when you did that first, that reel, when you said, go out there and suck greatly. I was like, okay, 
I'm going to do my very first reel. And if you go on my Dracy Dewar Instagram, my very first reel is me sucking greatly. Thanks to your inspiration, Tom. And of course, Tisha taught me how to do it. Okay. <laughs> so hence we come together now. We we're launching, you know, we've been able to do some training, but we're actually launching our very first um, social media MVP program. So it's about not just being a most valuable player in your business, but to be able to share your mission, your values and your purpose to your audience and start posting with purpose versus just posting and playing and praying. And if you see, have you been able to coach other people to any success yet? That's what, exactly what we're doing. We've now on, this is 3.0. So we've been able to teach and train. We've had already worked hand on hand with distributors to be able to go show up online to take the company's reputation and the algorithms because the network marketing and certain companies have bad reputations or people who had a bad experience, they go and say something bad, but the thousands of other people that had positive experience. So we're showing them how to go online and share all the great things that are, are going on in your company and in your business. And the more you actually do that, it's lifting the algorithm rhythms of the company um, right. and it's great seeing the success on, of our distributors take a break right now this woman is a beast i love dracy she has been a mentor to me and i just love her experience strength and hope we're coming back right after this it's the legacy leadership radio show hello oh boy, Mr. jay michael radio smith holy macro christina paul rob cardenas Paul, man alive. It's so good to see all these people. I know. It. Don't you love them? I My wife's it. on here cheering. Rob Cardenas. Unbelievable. Hey, Paul. Denise, you beautiful thing. Yeah, she's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> we love her. And uh, I just dropped in the comments. We're doing something really cool. If you go to buildyourbestyearever.com and check that out, you're going to want to do that. We're coming back right now. And we're back. It is Tom Chenault. It is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Adrian Chenault and Dracy and Tisha. And these people are good at what they do and they have covered generations. So not one of you can have any story about not being ready to go. You read this book. Can you hold it up? Is it? Did you figure out a way I to did, hold it yeah. up? Yeah, check this out. Isn't that Boom. thing beautiful? Look at there that. There we go. And all you got to do is go buy this book. And it is a playbook and it is beautifully done. It's written in chapter format with a lot of lists where you can take notes and you can use it. And what's so doggone my favorite part of this book, believe it or not, is not the book itself, but it's the foreword. Because the reason I read the doggone thing three times was because I had to, because nobody's ever been stupid enough to ask me to write a foreword to a book. So the first thing I had to do was go figure out what foreword meant, but I accidentally put in foreplay. So that took like two hours to get out of there. And then I finally got to the foreword. And uh, the next thing I know, I learned how to do it. I read it. I took it seriously. And this book is a terrific book. And I'm in it. So I got to I got to promote it, don't I? It's it, that, you know, it went from good to great as soon as you got to be part of it, Tom. Amen. So <laughs> that's exactly right. So back uh, to him. So here's a question that I have. And, and Tisha, I'll, I'll go to you first. You talked about that, you know, your your mother has been in the network marketing profession for a long time. You watched what she did. You watched the systems that she created. And then you in sort of a, uh, you know, a digital native, social media native upbringing, you essentially talked about maybe translating some of those systems and some of those principles into a new way of approaching it online. And so my question to you is, do you, do you think that 
having that example of the old school principles that maybe the application isn't the same as it is today, but the principle behind it is that that helped you to be more successful in creating uh, success online for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of the things we do in person, those are kind of the basics and the building blocks of the business. And so to bring that online sometimes could be challenging. And I think sometimes when people go on social media and they start a network marketing business, people become robots and they become like, I have to say something a certain way or people want me to appear a, you know, a very specific way that's not genuinely them. And it seems crazy, but what we teach people when going online is just to be your genuine self. People think that they have to put on some different face or they have to, you know, impress people and people they need to say things that people are going to be attracted to. But at the end of the day, I think it's just showing up as your genuine self and the the building blocks and, and the old school network marketing they like they have that all figured out. But when it comes to online, now it's converting that online. How can I create a genuine connection with someone online, right? Compared to in person, because we could pick up the phone, we could have a great conversation. But when you text someone, it's like, what is the tone of this message? What are they what do they mean by this? And people make so many assumptions, you have to really make sure you're leaving a good first impression. And so that actually, that makes me think of what Dracy and I are doing today. We're kicking off our social media MVP program tonight. And we talked all about this a few hours ago is creating a good first impression online and how to do that. Because even though it seems so simple in person, just smile, say hello, ask someone how they're doing and just, you know, it's like the simplest things. But when you go online, people just like Dracy said, they freeze up. And they get distracted and they wonder, what am I, what do I even say to this person? It's like, just be a human being. And so the systems created online, it's just to really do our best to, I guess, mimic those in-person conversations and just remember to be your genuine self always, right? I, I love that. And you're right. I think sometimes we, we forget that it's as important or maybe even more important to do those things in an online setting than it is when you meet somebody in person, because there is this, you know, I think number one, the time, like people's snap judgment is maybe even faster online than it is in person. And so if you lose somebody or if you fail to do some, you know, to, to do some of the basic things to demonstrate yourself, to be interested in other people, to be trustworthy, to be somebody that is, you know, worth spending time with people, you know, it's so easy for them to, you know, click onto the next thing to turn off their camera and disengage to do whatever it is. And so that's a really, really important thing. We got Rebecca Ross in the house. I haven't another, heard from another her in a Canadian. while. Good to see her. She's Man, going through guys, some health challenges. Tisha's bringing the Canadian rain today. She didn't even know it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this is all Canadian, man. I know. It's well, so they fun. don't have Thanksgiving to deal with. They already That's got it true. out of their way. Yeah, everybody else is panic shopping right now. Yes. <laughs> so, e-women. Women. We only have a minute. That, so, all right, tell a joke. <laughs> no, I was going to ask. I, I, do I was going to ask them a long question, so I'm not going to do it. You have a joke? I do. <laughs> I've never heard. This him is a nutritional. A this is a this, nutrition joke taught to me by Lyndon, our middle daughter, who has been going. Her, she needed jokes to give to the lunch lady because apparently the lunch lady tells jokes now. So the the question is, what is the difference between broccoli and burger and boogers? I don't know. 
kids don't want to eat broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great joke. That's a pretty good joke. Oh, good. Right? Yeah, All right, so. you guys. We're going to take a break. It's the Genesis Communication Network. Ted Anderson has let us be on the air for no reason for over 12 years on all his radio stations. We adore him, and we'll be back right after this. I just want to say, I think that all these people are, are dropping love because of my great, oh, wait, maybe not. Rebecca says you. So, all right. We grossed them out. It worked. <laughs> I have, I have another, I have another joke, uh, but it's a booger joke. It's how do you, okay, wait, I kind of give you the answer, but how do you make a tissue dance? How? You put a little boogie in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's there exciting. There we go. I love that. All right. Bad jokes. Dunlap, we love you. Karen Chillman. Woo. And we're back. It is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. It is Tom Chenault. It is Adrian Chenault. And this is a blast. We are interviewing the old and the young, so to speak, the way they state it, not me. I think Gracie's quite young compared to my age. And I think Tisha's really young compared to my age. But you think she's young, too, because you're a lot older than I her. Do. So we actually we, we had a conversation about microaggressions today. Because it has recently come to my attention that the oldies radio station is now playing music from the 90s no. on the oldies radio station. And that just makes me sick. So yeah, I'm sorry. Very, very upsetting. So how about these women? A lot to learn from them. I, I agree 100%. And so talk about that. So, so you started off writing the book. And it was almost this sort of written by correspondence and, and it wasn't necessarily, it didn't start off with necessarily the intention of becoming a book. It just, it got this life of its own. And so talk about how that evolution of when you, when you realized, Hey, this needs to become a book. This needs to become something that we're going to create that has that form. What was your, what was the goal and the intention behind what you want somebody to, to get out of reading the book? Excellent, Adrian. Um, I'll start and then teach if you want to build on this. But the biggest thing is being a single mom on social assistance. I have been the breadwinner, the ball bake, the breadwinner, the ball breaker, and the baker of my home. And I have been able to manage all of this. And I'm thinking, you know, this industry has been a gift to me, and I have not been able to do what I could if had I not been in the industry. And I needed to get that voice and that message out there. And so Tisha's helped me do that. But it's that the industry has been a gift. And so together we've unwrapped these gifts. And as we were unwrapping these gifts, we realized that's how the unwrapped leader became. And we are helping you become a gifted leader in this next work network marketing business. We even created the gifts analysis. We've swapped the old school SWOT analysis and turned it into a gifts analysis. Just so the fact that because there's another layer to this industry is the support that you need and the things that we need to improve. So that's kind of how this book has kind of evolved for us. We just discovered our own gifts in this process and we had to level up, step up and learn new things to be able to write the book and create a podcast and be able to launch and deliver all this stuff. So it's all new. But again, it's us to role model to our distributors and the industry that to get your message out there, need they got to work on their personal branding and figure out what their message is. And our message, Tisha and I, it, we, we created our brand pillars in this. Tisha, do you want to share our brand pillars and how we get excited about this? Because when people can work out their brand pillars, they get enthusiastic and they got a voice now to go up and show up online with their voice, with their vision and their values all lined up. So I'll let you do that one, Tisha. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that, before I go ahead and share those, one thing that Dracy and I decided when we started, and this really just evolved from how 
I guess the nature of us writing the book, because like mentioning earlier, we didn't realize it was a book until about halfway through. And so we brand ourselves as being raw, real and relevant, because for one, when I even looked out for trainings on in network marketing in this industry, I always loved the people who just didn't sugarcoat anything, gave it to me straight and just said how it was and was honest about the good days, the bad days the hard times, the good times. And that's what I love the most about it. So when we were writing, everything we wrote was extremely raw and it was extremely real and it was in the moment. It was relevant and it was happening right now. And so that's why this book I feel is just so important and it's not, it's not sugarcoated. There's no, there's no, I guess like strategy with, well, what do we want the audience to know? It's just, this is our story. This is what we want people to know. And that's what I love so much about it. So when we were coming up with our with our branding pillars and, and just thinking of, you know, the different topics that we want to share with people, one of them absolutely was leadership. That's one thing that Tracy and I are both very passionate about. At the very beginning, I actually I said no to leadership. I actually said that um, I think I, I don't know the, the typical excuses like I don't want to get into leadership. This is too much work. I'm not capable of leading people, blah, 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 all that kind of garbage. And what I've gotten from it is a whole lot of confidence in myself. Um, I've, you know, I've completely changed. I feel even my whole way of looking at, at life and, and uh, look and going into everything with, you know, optimism rather than pessimism and uh, just really shifting my mindset and focusing on the things that I can control. So by far, the one thing that we thought we need to talk about leadership and how amazing leadership is and what it's done for people. Another one being branding. Um, and we recently did a unwrap your brand masterclass and really our whole program that we just released is all on branding. And we talk about how the brand is you. And that goes back to showing up online as your genuine self and just be, and just being you. And like, I think people overcomplicate it. I have to be this certain person. I have to, put on the show, but branding is so important and you are the brand. So showing up genuinely as yourself, we wanted to talk about that. Um, another one being community. So building communities, how important it is to network, how important it is, you know, with it, 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 like contact mapping. Actually, I want to bring that up because the first thing Dracy taught me when I entered this industry was she sent me the contact mapping app. She sent me the coffee shop interview and she said, read this. This is like your building blocks when you start your business is how to build a community and how to network with people. And that's what I struggled with. I was shy. I was insecure. And that's what I needed. I needed that help. So all those, you know, articles and things that I've learned from Jersey through contact mapping, all those systems, you turn that in you, or you bring that into this industry, into your business. And that's how, and that's how you network. That's how you create community. So the community being our third one. And then our last one, Tracy, I'm having a brain fart. What is it? Our mindset. Our, our mindset. How do I forget that one? I just <laughs> talked about it. It's actually my favorite one is mastering your mindset. So the one thing I love to talk about, I love to share about is making that mindset shift. Stop thinking, you know, what if they don't, what if they don't like it? What if they, um, you know, what if it's not for them? And start thinking, I have an incredible opportunity to share. I have an incredible product or service to share. And you know, if at the end of the day, if it's a no, it's a no. And that's, that's their loss. You, what you have to offer is incredible. And that's something I will repeatedly say is really, you know, um, have that strong belief system and really develop that strong mindset. So those are how our brand pillars have evolved from our book, from being raw, real and relevant. 
So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so a couple of things. Awesome. Number one, Jason Cardamone, just because they're from Canada and Australia, yes, the book is in English. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's my yeah. favorite. And my Jason Cardamone, I want to shout out to him because he brought up today how many years we spent feeding the homeless down in Littleton. Oh, no way. And he was one of the guys that that? really took that on with his dad, Frank, and his brother and his mom. It was unbelievable. (laughs) But uh, this is so amazing. And I love these women. And one of the first things, we only got one question out of Tisha at the very beginning. She says, I only need to ask one thing. And I said, what is that? And she says, can I cuss? (laughs) <laughs> and I said, what? You know, because I cuss. And she I said, no, you can't cuss because of the FTC. It's like the radio stations would be mad and we would get fined. But she's so raw that she's going to say a bad word once in a while because she's so authentic and vulnerable and all that. And I just want you guys to know that you got to lose the cool and you got to be your true self and let it loose. And people are going to fall in love with you. Right. I learned that lesson far too late. <laughs> yeah. My my greatest regrets in life are twofold. One, I got addicted early on to making people think I was smart, which was a total mistake. And more importantly, I did not learn the lesson of my father to do such egregious things that no one has any expectations of you doing anything otherwise. And then you could just do whatever you want. And so <laughs> those are two real and raw lessons for our, uh, for our live audience today. Our book would be really thin because that's all we ever, I ever taught you. Yeah. Um, but I love to highlight something that's here because we're talking about the, you know, moving into the new network marketing, but see the, if we don't tap into that younger generation, because right now 50% of millennials are have a side hustle or looking for a side hustle, but our Gen Zs, 70% of them have a side hustle or looking to show to, to have a business online. And so it's so important for us to connect with them. Look at you, Tom, and look at you, Adrian. You guys have that mentor-mentee relationship. Yeah. You have the baby boomer and the millennial relationship. And, and, and see what you've been able to do. Like, Tom, you've been able to show up online and perform on platforms like this because you've had Adrian. I've been able to perform on platforms now because I've had Tisha. So I'm saying to the audience, go out there, reach out to those that younger generation, ask for their help. They want to help you and you will teach them something along the way. And I think together collectively, we can grow and do something big because this industry is a gift and we need to really share and show that to the world. And we need to all connect, create community and help one another. And that's probably my big thing is my voice is about doing that one brave thing every day. And if that means I have to show up online and do something to do that, I'm doing that for you to all the people out there, the baby boomers and the Gen Ys on helping them show up online um, by the basics. And thank you, Tisha, for being a part of that. And Tom and Adrian, I think you guys are making a difference by what you guys are doing collectively together. And I kind of teed up a question that I forgot to provide the answer for earlier. I, I will never forget when I saw Tisha kind of jump out of a vitamin bottle online. I'm going, how did she do that? And then I saw Dracy jump out of one. And then I saw Bronwyn Clinton drop out of one. And I'm going, this is duplication. This is something I have no idea how to do. I'll guarantee you that Dracy's no spring chicken and either is Bronwyn. And if they can learn it, I can learn it. And that gives hope to us. And that's what I love about what you guys are doing because you're taking something that seems so foreign to people like me and you're making it real and you're making it doable. And it's all because of this phenomenal book called The Unwrapped Leader and all the courses that they've got that are going along with it. You have to buy this book. 
you will have a picture of me in your wallet. I promise you. <laughs> and I, I know we were talking before the show, you, you can go to the unwrappedleader.com and learn more about the book, but there's also something else there for somebody that is you just getting excited about what they have heard and what they're learning today that even before they get the book, they can get, they can dive in and learn a little bit. Isn't that right, Tracy? Absolutely. If they just hit the buy now button, it actually leads them to the free two hour masterclass of Unwrap Your Brand. And there's a workbook with it. Um, and so that gives them the taste of what Tisha and I have to offer. And it's free um, as well as if they go into the free resources, there's actually the gift analysis so they can start working out what their gifts are and what they need to improve on and, you know, um, what kind of support they need. So that so it's there. It's free. And that's the thing is why I'm loving online now that the passion has gotten in here and I got out of the fear is I can share such good valuable content because it is a place to educate and entertain as well as empower. And so I'm just having so much fun with it. And I wouldn't have done that if I wasn't brave and say, okay, I got to show people the way how to do that. And once I learned how to do it, I can now teach it. And that's what you're seeing is, is what took me 18 months. I've now packaged into like four weeks. And isn't the ultimate sign of success on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to get kicked off? apparently I haven't got kicked out yet though. So I heard, you know, everybody guys, they all want to push the envelope so much with so many reach outs and all that jazz that once you finally go into prison on one of those three social media things, you are playing the game big and that's like a status symbol. Wow. Did you know that? I'm teaching you guys things. I learned something new, but you know, if there's anything, it's just having a, a presence online that looks professional. Because I know there's a lot of people in the industry that are really smart and are making a difference old school, but they're just surviving in the network marketing. And I'm just saying when people go to look for them, they go look for them online. So even if their profile and their presence is, is professional and they at least know what they have to offer. Okay, we'll, we'll be back, back right, right after, after this. this. <laughs> Hard break, man. We had to get rid of you. Sorry. Oh, is this fun? Don't, don't you love these women? Watch for the finger. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. You're all good. You're all good. This is so fun. And you there, you have major fans here, and we are having so much fun. And uh, so we're going to do our last segment here, and we're rocking. So let's get let's make it happen. We're coming back in five seconds. And we're back. It's Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault. And it is the final segment of a show that has flown by with two women who are phenomenal, who wrote a book called The Unwrapped Leader. And Lauren LaHave is next week. Did you know that? That is exciting. Man, we got this is Powerhouse Women Month. Not really. Right after that, guess who? Who? Robert White. He's not a powerhouse woman. No, he is the founder of LifeSpring, John Denver's next door neighbor, one of the most powerful personal development thought leaders on the planet will be with us that following week. And uh, we're just here to try to teach you something. And that's all it boils down to. And if you'll notice, Adrian's run the show because we needed a whole lot more content. And so he's the one that's asking the smart questions. And that's better because I like just being color commentary. commentary. That's right. Ham and egg. Ham and egg. Take it away. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, Sean Murphy's in the house. We love Sean. Good to see you, buddy. So as somebody who, and I'll, I'll put this to you first, Tracy, and, and I'll, I'll set it up a little bit because I, you know, as somebody who is not really all that young anymore, but once not so long ago was fairly young and still looks kind of young, I think. I remember at times thinking to myself, I don't have much 
you know, I, I haven't accomplished what a Dracy has. I haven't accomplished what a Tom Chanel has. You know, whatever it is, you know, what, why would they have any interest in me? I haven't done much yet. And I had this block on building a relationship with someone who I admired, who was older than me, because I felt like I was taking and that I didn't have anything to give in return. And one of the things that I'm starting to, to experience personally as somebody who's getting into middle age and, and seeking out younger people who are who I can learn from, but also just having built relationships that have lasted for a long time with people, you know, 20, 30 years older than me, is you have an inherent value as a younger person just in providing the ability for that person who's got some years on you to see the world through your eyes. And so, Dracy, would you like, has that been your experience? And, and would you encourage younger people to seek out mentors that have more experience than them because of that and to kind of get past that break? I think it's just important overall to create connection where um, because somebody younger, if they can learn to relate to somebody older and somebody older learning to relate that I believe then you can attract all the different people into your business, which makes a difference. And I think the magic word that comes in here is transformation. Um, so it doesn't matter how long you've been in this business. The way you're going to empower people is that you're willing to be bad before you're good and good before you're great. And people want to see transformation, however that looks, going online, you know, everyday networking, whatever that is. And so I think if you're willing to be humble all the time, you don't, there, there's no levels of who's better or who's not. It's just the fact that you could reach out. And I know I, what I love about Tom and, and Mary Kay Ash, their, their, their goal and mission is to remember people and make people feel Tom special. and Mary Kay Ash? Yeah, I put you right there, like Tom. 150. That's a little rough. The Stegosaurus you and know, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. He, if you read her book, it's it's. I've got this book when I've I was 25 years old. It. Of course. 25 years old, I still have this book. But she goes around as if everyone has a sticky note on their forehead that says, make me feel special. I went to that high is, school with her. There you go. But this is exactly what it is, is again, finding out and reaching out and getting to learn and know about people. And so we want our younger generation to be able to get that gift and that skill because it's not all about them and how they can be able to reach and, and get be interested in other people. Again, it's better to be interested than interesting. No question. So, that's in the book. And here's another thing about that that's very important. Interviewing, you know, us old people, we tell the young to go talk to the old people in the nursing home and all that stuff and in the lazy boy chair because we've supposedly got so much wisdom. But us arrogant old people don't go ask those kids the same thing. And if right. you will take the time to do what they did in this book, this brilliant book, and just go find some young people to get their views on life, love, and the pursuit of happiness and the way this world is and their view toward it, it's going to change your life. And I promise all of you that. And this book kind of exemplifies that philosophy. I interview, because I'm lucky, I, I'm around a lot of young people. I interview them all the time and I'm blown away and encouraged where this world is headed because of that. So you guys have really, really been pioneers in teaching people to do that. And Tisha inspires me. 20, well, she's 26 now, but she inspires me how she shows up every day. And so again, it, 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 I just feel that having that relationship is important. So I can encourage people to do the same. So like, just look what she's doing. That is so cool. And you, you look 26, but you carry yourself way, way beyond your years in terms of your poise and your, your very Confidence. articulate. Good and, yeah. So well, Thanks. well done. And you must have a good mentor, Tisha. Maybe a oh, couple of them. <laughs> best, yes, absolutely. The best mentor, Dracy, is 
taught me, like I say, and Tracy laughed when I had to say this, almost everything I know. But really, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, me, I, I, I'm, I'm a creative soul. So I like to, I like to create things and I like to go out there and learn things. And I've just always been a lifelong learner. And I think that also um, just talks to my background being in education. I remember, I remember graduating with my degree and, and thinking, oh, I'm not even going to use this, like what a waste. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's where I learned some of my most valuable lessons is just, um, if you, uh, one thing my professor taught or told me one day, he said, if you want to learn how to do something, just jump in and do it. And that's what I had to do. Conquer my fear of public speaking. And, uh, and yeah, I guess here I am today. So really a lot of the things that you learn, don't ever say, um, oh, I wish I would have done this or that. I think everything that happens in your life is a part of your journey and is meant to happen in that moment. And I'm not sure you wanted to read Dracy's book on how to have a happy marriage. So <laughs> Because, I mean, you've had a few, haven't you, Tracy? <laughs> okay, two. No, only two. That isn't bad. No, this makes sense to me. because you I can teach you what not to do, though. 30 seconds to recover from that. No, cluster. no, that's a good thing. Because <laughs> you got to take what you got to take the good and the bad. I mean, if you'd had the, I don't know what I'm saying. Now you flustered me. Oh, that's my, all my fault. All right. <laughs> you have been listening to the Legacy Leadership Show with Adrian and Tom Chenault, with Dracy Duar and Tisha Doriana. Go check out the unwrappedleader.com. We'll see you next week. Thank you. <laughs> Stick around, everybody. The show's right, still now on. You can, still now on. you can cut them out. No, that, wasn't, the there was, that was a good point. I was trying. Look at Adrian. He doesn't cuss. He's all these great things. That he, he took the good from me and left. I'm, I'm over 30 years older than you. Yep. I did not realize that until he said that. Like getting advice from people 20, 30 years older. I thought, well, I'm like less than 30. And I'm sitting there doing, did you see me counting on my hands? How much older I am than Adrian? I have no idea. That's how smart a dad I am. But you guys, these women buy their book. And I'm only going to say this to you. It is the best damn book I had to cuss for you. You'll ever want to have in your life because we're off the radio now. So I could say a bad word, but you are one heck of a kid. And Tisha, I have known Dracy forever. I went to uh, Australia. I went to those tennis clubs on the beach with her and we just looked out over the water and she They're taught- surf clubs. Surf club, whatever they call them there down there. It was unbelievable. Oh yeah, my wife, my wife just said, <laughs> she's even gonna kick me yeah, in the shins yeah. for saying that. But no, that's what my point was. Yeah, that was a great point. It was a terrible point. I, right. I'm officially <laughs> apologizing. I, I wanna add a little bit to that though. We went down, uh, you and I went in 2019, I think it was down to Australia. And Dracy literally did not leave our side the whole time we were there, made sure everything was taken care of. And uh, I can attest to that Tom Chenault without Denise around in a foreign country is way more than a full-time job. Uh, and so you definitely earned your stripes, Tracy, and we just love you. And, and you were the most gracious host. And I'm so impressed by what you two have created. Congratulations on the book. And everybody watching, you must go and check out the unwrappedleader.com. You will not regret it. I have to tell you one more funny story. Don't hang up. So every time I go anywhere, whoever's in charge of me going doesn't tell me, but they pay somebody a lot of money to be like on top of me the whole time. So she was paid highly to not let me out of her sight. And I'll never forget when Mike Brosnan, we had to go to Indonesia and all the, we lived in like 85 countries in like two weeks. And this guy's job was to take care of me. And he actually had a, a collar on me. 
And I fell in love with the Mormon religion that day. I'm not a Mormon, but he was a bishop because he was trying to manage me the whole time, which was a full-time job. And as a bishop, he's also feeding the homeless of Utah. And I guarantee you when he got home, he was going to tell people that taking care of Tom Chenault was a hell of a lot harder than taking care of all the homeless people in Utah. So shout out to that. But you never want to get assigned a job of trying to take me anywhere. Gracie will tell you, I'm lost. I'm confused. I'm dazed. I lose everything. Computers, full time and a half. And I forgot all about that. And I forgot that he even met you down there because I also can't remember yesterday. But you girls, unbelievable. And I would marry you, Dracy. That's that simple. You're that great a woman. I hope that's a clean up. Sorry, Denise. We love you guys. So please, please. I live a very blessed life. And I all I just think you guys are amazing and wonderful. I just can't wait to see everybody grow together and create community together and make this new network marketing thing a really amazing thing. Yeah. Buy the book. Buy the book. Get me off the air before I say something else stupid. All right. And the and here comes the symphony. We'll see you all next week. We love you. Thank you both so much. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.